ghosts, hauntings, paranormal history. Join us as we journey into the dark with your host, Mike Davis. Ghost hunting and paranormal investigation. Is there a difference? Today, the two terms are synonymous, but it wasn't always so. Ghost hunters were seen as amateurs who were just out to have fun with their friends. These groups of friends would decide to go check out the local haunted house or haunted woods or cemetery or what have you. They would probably take a camera and a flashlight. These ghost hunters would then traipse through their chosen spooky area and taking a lot of pictures in the hopes that one picture might have a ghost in it and not actually the dust kicked up by many people walking around the woods at night. They would have a tense but fun time together ghost hunting. The thrill of it all would have satiated their need for an adrenaline rush for a time, and maybe they'd go out to a different place to do the same thing in a few weeks or a few months as time allowed. Now, paranormal investigators differ in their approach when dealing with paranormal phenomena. A paranormal investigator will have been contacted by a property owner because they feel their home or business may be harboring some sort of paranormal phenomena. The investigator would research the building or home or other area to see if there was any evidence of hauntings. The investigator would look into the building's history by going to the county assessor's website, which is free in most counties, to get a history of the building, such as the build date, past owners, and the like. They would also check news archive websites, some of which do have a cost associated with them. However, there are free sites and their archives might be limited. They would check these sites to see if any loss of life happened, whether by natural causes or due to crime of some sort. After the research phase, the investigator would conduct interviews with people involved. In person is best, but over the phone works just as well. These interviews can be as simple as asking the owner and witness or witnesses what has been happening, where exactly the, phenom the phenomena has been taking place, or any specific times that these things occur. After the interview, the investigator will take a tour of the premises. This serves two purposes. Number one, to gauge the owner's and witness's reactions to hotspots, and two, to take baseline readings of areas in order to rule out any mundane issues that may be relevant. High spikes in the electromagnetic fields, or EMF, can produce feelings of paranormal phenomena such as being touched or feeling like someone's in the room with you when you're alone. For this reason, the investigators would use an EMF meter. The EMF meter allows investigators to seek out any stray EMF from things like electrical outlets, appliances, and computers. Now, we've discussed the differences between the two groups. We can look at the similarities. Both groups have, for whatever reason, an interest in the paranormal. Let's face it, each group goes out looking for paranormal phenomena. Their reasons may be different. However, their results align, at least. Now, here comes a secret, and it's kind of big news. Some ghost hunting groups actually turn into paranormal investigators. They've seen their share of phenomena, and they want to understand what they've experienced. These people may seek to get certified as an investigator of the paranormal, 
but there is no central authority on paranormal investigation. A quick Google search will present an enormous amount of results on paranormal investigating classes, all for varying amounts of money. If you choose to take any of these classes, please remember the old adage, buyer beware. Now I'd like to talk to you about what kind of gear you would need to either start ghost hunting or paranormal investigating. I know that you've seen the ghost hunting shows on TV, and you probably took note of all the gadgets that they have, and it tends to be a lot of tech. So do you need all that gear to get started? No. The very first piece of gear you need, you already have. It's your brain. You have to be able to figure out if something is actually paranormal. And the only way to do that is with our inborn ability to reason. Now, if you have a smartphone, then you have a camera already, as well as a voice recorder for EVPs. And they have flashlight features, so you can see in the dark. I would suggest a first aid kit as part of your gear. Because if you're going to go into places that are run down, accidents can and do happen. And it's much better to be able to bandage up a scrape than be caught without the means to dress a small wound. With the proceeding in mind, you may choose to start to gather some tech as your money allows. A good place to start to gather your gear, at least for me, has been Amazon.com. I'm not associated in any way with Amazon. They don't pay me any money, so... You don't have to get the most expensive gear. You can start out with an action camera or POV camera, which is just as good as the name brand, and I'm looking at you, GoPro, for about a third of the price. These cameras offer a wonderful point of view, and they can be mounted on a chest rig like a police body cam, or they can be worn on your head with the correct mounting harness. Point of view cameras also do stills as well as video. You can also find electromagnetic meters for a decent price. As I said before, an EMF meter is a means of detecting stray EMF from outlets and so on. They are not ghost detectors. There's no such thing. Ghosts cannot be detected by any scientific instruments we have today. The reason paranormal investigators use these devices, as I said, is to rule out natural or man-made causes. Once the mundane is ruled out, anything that happens from then out could in fact be paranormal. I only state that because there have been a number of TV shows that make it seem that these gadgets are actually finding ghosts when, in fact, they're pointing out stray EMF in buildings that have electricity running. Now, I'm not saying these instruments do not have a place in paranormal investigation or ghost hunting at all. I am advising caution and understanding in their use. Another piece of gear would be a digital thermometer. You've seen them on the TV shows, the thermometer that has a pistol grip and a red laser that points at an area and gets a reading. These actually measure surface temperature of whatever you're pointed at, not the ambient temperatures of the room you're in, which is what you would want to measure if you encounter a paranormal cold spot. You can find ambient thermometers on Amazon.com as well as other places. Another piece of tech that paranormal investigators use is a digital voice recorder. Digital voice recorders are small pocket-sized recorders that can be used to capture EVP or electronic voice phenomena. If you don't know what EVP is, it is a ghost or spirit voice that is captured on a recording device, either unintentionally or in direct response to a question posted by a paranormal investigator or ghost hunter. A word of caution, beware of pareidolia 
which is our tendency to make meaningful patterns out of stimulus. It's the way we look at clouds to see familiar shapes. This effect can also come from recordings. The sounds can be very low, and our minds pick up words in the static or background noise. Sometimes, however, it could in fact be a spirit voice. The final piece of gear I would suggest would be a good old notebook and a pen or pencil. You can use these to take notes during your investigation or your ghost hunt. The types of things that you would want to note are your personal experiences, the time they happened, what you felt, cold spots, something touching you, etc. Your disposition at the moment, were you tired, nervous, or scared? These notes are not evidence per se, but they can correlate what was happening to you with others while you're on an investigation or ghost hunt. So, are the two groups all that different? No, because they are after the same thing. To find out if there is anything beyond this life, each group tries in its own way to answer that question. This has been Into the Dark with Mike Davis, a Dragon Bear Media production. Follow our journey into the dark on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Radio Public.